This episode sponsored by Manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code OPOPIE. And then when your balls are all nice, you got to take the Blue Chew. This episode also sponsored by BlueChew.com. Promo code OPOPIE to try it for free. Shaved balls and boners. Perfect. It's a beautiful morning. I always forget the second line of very famous songs. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the ocean. The ocean is angry. I don't like an angry ocean. Makes it harder to fish for the striped bass. What's going on, Rachel? Good morning. What's up, Phil? Chris Sheeran, Jeremy Monk, Ryan... Ron Metzi, what's up? Robert Spinella, Kevin O'Hanlon, Michael Byrne, John Woodward, Evan Soloff. And we stop with the good mornings because now it gets stupid. Got over 100 people in here already. We just started. Oh, you just catching up on the podcast with Jim Brewer? Yeah, that was a fun episode, man. I think Brewer's losing his mind a little bit, though. <laughs> I think a lot of what he had to say on that episode, you know, there's some truth to it. But I don't go all in with conspiracy, and I don't go all in with the deep state stuff. Do I think uh, news outlets have an agenda? And a lot of times that's not based on the truth? Of course. Of course I believe that. Do I believe the government has an agenda and will use some of these things that happen to their advantage? Of course I believe that. Uh, Rich says Jim Brewer was right on a lot of it. There you go. It was a great conversation. I really, really enjoyed it. How's the OBX? I'm not at the OBX. I'd like to get down to the OBX, the Outer Banks. Uh, I would love to get down there. It's one of my favorite places in the entire country, but, uh, I don't know. Put me in the category of taking the coronavirus very, very seriously. I'll let everyone else, uh, Get out there without a mask and without gloves and without social distancing. We stayed home long enough. Give me back my country. God damn it. And then you're elbow to elbow in a bar or a restaurant because you think this thing is over. I'm here to say, my friends, I'm not taking that approach. Hell no. Stupid lady the other day. I'm fishing. She's walking by with her family. Two kids around, uh, let's call them preteens, and and her husband. I'm fishing, 
And every stupid person that walks by me on the beach while I'm fishing has to stop and go, Have you caught anything? Did you catch anything? What are you trying to catch out here? And, uh, yeah, you know, usually I just deal with it. But in this case, she was uh, three feet in front of me. So I yelled at her. I yelled at her. I said, respect my social distancing. Six feet. (laughs) Although I think that six feet is bullshit. I think it's got to be at least ten. And she looks at me like, oh, my God, you're so rude. And she walks off, right? And now she's, uh, I don't know, 20, 25 feet away. She's telling her husband the story because he didn't give a fuck about my fishing. He just wanted to walk the stupid beach and be in the, quote, moment before they all got back on their electronic devices. So she's whispering. And this guy turns around and gives me a look like we're going to fight. And then I gave him the stare. Oh, I gave him the stare. And guess what that guy did? He walked away. That's right. (laughs) Ah, What's up, Holly Knight? Saying, hey, kids. So you enjoy your crowded beaches and going back to the restaurants and the bars. Um... I ain't doing that shit. I'm not even brave enough to get a goddamn haircut. That's where I'm at. So for the first time in my life, I'm going to be shaving my head. And that's going to be very interesting. I'm not sure what kind of problems are going on with my hair. But they'll all be obvious after I shave my head. I'm just praying I don't got a couple of those red freckles up there. You know, the opster has a couple red freckles. What are you going to do about it? I ain't heard that shit from my mom. Just a couple. Relax. But I'm scared there might be some red freckles up there that are going to be very evident after I shave my head. (laughs) Oh, the kids are going to buzz it for me, Jennifer Ferris. Absolutely. Bob Dilks Jr., you are the smart one laying low. I don't know. I think these numbers are going to start spiking again. And I know people are like, but Ope, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to live our lives. Give me liberty or give me death. I understand that to a point. I really do. I know uh, a lot of us got to get back to work. We're running out of money. If we even have jobs at this point, I get that. I also understand that, uh, you know, the whole country is very, very different. I mean, New York City's still a, just a giant disaster. And they're not even going to start uh, attempting to open this thing until mid-June. But there are pockets all over the country that I think could handle this. I do think that. That they could reopen a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Oh, John, thank you so much. Hope you and your family are staying healthy. Well, I, I wish the same for you, my friend. Ira! Opie, you're going to be old red spotty head. Is that what you wrote? (laughs) Hey, what's up, Cody Zone? One of my regulars. Yeah, Rochester starting to open up. I was talking to the Wheeze yesterday about uh, Rochester. Brother Wheeze, pretty much the last guy on radio. I told him yesterday, turn the lights off for us. It's over. 
I'm amazed he still has a show. I'm not actually amazed because he's that damn good, but he's pretty much the last broadcaster on traditional radio. I said, bro, do us all a solid and turn those lights off, all right? Because all of us left a long time ago. Yeah, I know New York's going to be the last open. I understand that. I'm not sure if I said this on one of my podcasts, but I went in very recently. Every every month I go in for a quick few hours uh, to get my mail, water some plants, make sure my apartment's okay, that type of shit. Good morning, Lamp Shop. What's up, Chris Hamilton? So I went into New York City uh, about 10 days ago, and uh, <clears throat> I happened to drive through Times Square. I, I decided to drive... Right around where Sirius XM is, which is, uh, I almost forgot, what, 48th, 49th Street and 6th Avenue, kind of near uh, Radio City Music Hall, and uh, I was amazed. It was 6 o'clock, bright, sunny day, gorgeous out, very, very nice, 60, 70 degrees out. Normally, that area would be just packed with cars and people just wandering around, and uh, I could not believe the lack of cars that were in that area. There were barely any cars. There were barely any people But what creeped me out the most about driving around New York City was the fact that obviously everything is shut down. All the restaurants and the bars and the hotels and Broadway and everything in between. Um, You're kind of used to seeing that if you're up early or if you're wandering around New York City late at night. But what was so fucking creepy was the fact that not only was everything shut down, uh, the lights were off. That's what really creeped me out. All the lights off in all these businesses on a beautiful day around 6 in the afternoon or early evening. I like to say in the afternoon because the sun's still up. So relax on that. I don't even know who I'm fighting with. (laughs) Tim McConnell, what's going on, buddy? One of my regulars. And then um, I got to my building. And my building is known for a lot of dogs and dog walkers. And I did end up staying the night. So the next morning, I want to get out of there really early so I don't have to see anybody. I've been to New York City twice since March 12th. And I I had interaction with a total of two people. That's it. Which is insane if you think about it. You know, I've already told you that 90% of my building is uh, long gone and not coming back anytime soon, according to the people that work there. But uh, early in the morning, there's usually a nice hustle and bustle around my building people grabbing their ubers and getting their kids to school and the cabbies are beeping and trying to compete with the uber drivers they will pretty much pull up on a sidewalk to see if you need a ride that's how desperate the cabbies were before this started and uh you're usually seeing a lot of people walking their dogs early in the morning man i am here to tell you i saw one lady one dog and she was the only person out that early in the morning just freaking creepy how's the hair man i i would turn this camera around in a second but i don't want to scare you folks like i told you i think it's starting to look a little bit like bozo the clown up there i got a lot of thick hair i'm not bald on top but when you start growing it out because you have no choice you start realizing all the problems up there and i got i got some problems i had a hair cutter that was able to kind of finagle my hair to make it look like uh, I had more than I actually do (laughs) but my hair cutter is long gone the virus took her out months ago no I I, I don't know I hope she's fine straight up Unabomber or what um close very very close John 
Oh, I'll comment about Joe Rogan's Spotify deal in a second. But I got to say, when I finally shave my head, I'm going to be using the Manscaped razor. That's right. The Manscaped razor. Oh, I know it's for your balls. And I know it does a great job on your balls. I use it all the time. But the razor's that damn good that I'm going to use it on my head. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. They have forever changed the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0, waterproof, cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. This third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. And inside the Perfect Package, by the way, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver, it's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside, and this is crucial so your balls stop sticking to your leg. No crap. And subscribe to the Perfect Package and get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer always stays hygienic and clean. And for a limited time, subscribers get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, that's a $39 value. And the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off and free shipping right now using the code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. 20% off right now. Use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at manscaped.com. All right, we got your balls looking nice. Now it's time for the Blue Chew. That's right, bluechew.com. Use the promo code Opie to try it for free. We all want more, right? More sex, better sex, great sex. <laughs> I love the Blue Chew. I just I just did a little bloop in my coffee this morning just to keep everyone honest. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew, made in the good old USA. Give me boner or give me death. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. And right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. That's the color blue, by the way. B-L-U-E. BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code OPIE. Just pay the $5 for shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com. Promo code OPIE to try it for free. Thank you, BlueChew.com. Yeah, that Joe Rogan deal is insane, isn't it? $100 million is what I'm hearing to have his podcast on uh, Spotify exclusively. (sighs) Brother. But I don't do this for money anymore. (laughs) See, because I'm very spiritual. (laughs) I'm all about living in the moment, man. (laughs) Money means nothing to me. (laughs) Fuck! Good for Joe Rogan. (sighs) What's up, Dennis Howland? How are you? Been a while, he says. Right on. 
uh, Rogan's not having me on. I'm 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 a I'm a free thinker. He says he's a free thinker, but I think he's more of a free thinker for the right. Um, I'm just a free thinker. So I tried. I tried to get him on my podcast, and I made a silly video that people make fun of me about to this day. But that's okay. I still called him out and uh, stuck up for myself because I thought it was very much bullshit that he gave me the old blow-off, considering I, I was the one that was instrumental on getting his podcast on our very, very, very successful channel at SiriusXM. I was the one, way before he blew up. He knows what I did for him. Ah, what are you going to do? I wish him the best. Are you going to leave a little (laughs) seagull uh, food this morning? Nah, I took my walk. I did my walk on the beach today. I'm not. I'm not dropping any logs today. <sighs> Look, I mean, Rogan's got a good podcast. I mean, you know, because now this will blow up in my face again. He's he's got a very good podcast. I'll tell you why. Uh, Rogan is very very successful and very very smart. Um, he does give me an Anthony credit for doing the podcast the way he d- he does it. And I, you know, and he obviously made it his own. I'm not going to sit here and do a hoo 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 hoo. They're all ripping me off, Robin. Hoo hoo hoo. Shut up, Howard Stern, the biggest phony going. That article that came out talking about Trump and his um, his fans and how Trump would never ever hang out with any of his uh, supporters. Fucking Howard Stern was projecting big time on that shit. Who the fuck is Howard? I don't even know if Howard knows who he is. He changes his tune all the fucking time. And recently, in recent years, he changed his tune because he wants to hang out with Jimmy Kimmel. Why the fuck would you want to hang out with Jimmy Kimmel? So you could go to a barbecue and maybe Jennifer Aniston shows up? Who gives a fuck? Right, people? Ugh. That sounds like a terrible life. And I always take solace in the fact that Jimmy Kimmel used to do football picks on the Opie and Anthony show on WNEW. (laughs) He would call every Friday and every Monday with his football picks. Can you imagine? He's one of the most influential people in Hollywood now. But let's not forget, the old timers know Jimmy Kimmel used to call the Opie and Anthony show on Fridays and say, you know, I'm taking the Giants this week and the points. And then on Monday, he would have to call back, and we'd go, Hey, Jimmy, what happened with your Giants? (laughs) And then that went really bad. Now, I respect Jimmy Kimmel, though, because I've told this story many times, but um, so uh, Gary Wall was our PD back then, and uh, I loved Gary a lot. I really did. He did a lot for us. He allowed me and Anthony to do our thing. Because it wasn't looking good at first when we first went to NEW. We weren't really um, doing well in the ratings. And then, you know, uh, I had a famous talk with Anthony on the way home. Like, we got to just fucking do our thing. Fuck these people. We can't listen to anybody. And Gary Wall was all in and basically said, that's right, boys. Do your fucking thing. And the rest is history. Kimmel's doing the football picks. Everything's going well. We really like the guy. We're getting along. And, you know, he's really, really good on the radio. He started his career in radio. Um, and and made his uh, made his way out there in L.A. I think at K Rock, which is the which is another radio station that's going under because our business just blows. And um, Gary Wall got fired by um, by CBS, 
and Gary Wall and Jimmy Kimmel were very, very good friends, very good friends. And and uh, one of the reasons Jimmy Kimmel is as successful as he is today is because of the Gary Wall way, way back in the day. So um, Jimmy Kimmel famously calls us up and he goes, hey, I, I love you guys. Oh, aunt, I love you guys, but I can't do the football picks anymore because they fired my boy Gary Wall and I'm not doing anything for this company anymore. And I'm like, damn, Jimmy, I respect that shit. Sticking up for your friend like that. Having some loyalty in a business that doesn't have a lot of loyalty, right? But he blew it because right around the corner from saying that, he went on David Letterman, which was owned by the same company that that owned WNEW in the Opie and Anthony show. So, I mean, you know, he, he, he thought he was doing what was right, but... But then, you know, the money and fame came a, a call in and he said, ah, fuck, I got to do Letterman. But they're owned by the company that fired my boy, Gary Wall. Uh, Jennifer Ferris, can you podcast, check in with Judy Gold and Chrissy D? I did the Chrissy D a few episodes ago. He seems uh, to be doing okay. He's in self-quarantine with his ex, which I find hilarious. He got stuck with his ex. That's the funny thing about this um, staying at home thing. When this started, a lot of us were probably thinking it was going to be short lived. So we got our, ourselves in some weird situations. And uh, a lot of you are stuck in those weird situations to this day. Like living with exes or people you don't like. So you're going in the closet to call lawyers. <laughs> I had that story on the podcast, uh, I don't know, a bunch of episodes ago. But. Uh, you know, people still want to get divorced. They still hate the person they're with, even though they're uh, stuck at home with them. So they're going in the closet because they can't get privacy to call their lawyer. They're basically saying, when can I get a divorce? <laughs> I can't stand this person. <laughs> Wait, he's banging his ex? Is that the latest John Cassidy? Nah, come on. Hey, Cindy Reeves, another one of my regulars. What's going on? Oh, John Bowling. You're late to the party, John. I have not gotten my haircut yet. I refuse to go to a haircutter. I don't believe in that shit. The only chance I'm taking during this whole coronavirus thing is to go to town to get groceries. And I'm not happy about it because uh, I think most of us are aware that people aren't taking it as seriously anymore. They're pretty much fed up. They're like, all right, look, I took it seriously enough. Okay, but how long are we going to do this thing? Ignoring the science that nothing really has changed. Look, I got to ride my bike in the park. I don't care if there's another 10,000 people in the park. I got to go. Because this is a free country. No virus is going to hold me back. Rachel, there you go. That's probably why everyone is fighting to open up to get away from their significant other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, you know what? I can't spend another day with this person. I will risk the coronavirus and being on a ventilator. Get me the fuck out of this house. <laughs> I like that. Oh, the allergies. You had to bring up the allergies, Jennifer. Um, not good, man. Which makes you paranoid because, you know, you sneeze more than once. You're like, oh, shit. And then you're Googling. You're Googling the coronavirus and the symptoms. You're on WebMD. Next thing you know, you're, you're like, oh, my God, I think they're going to have to amputee my foot. <laughs> that WebMD is pure evil. 
Virus is, as Carl put it, thinning the herd. Tim Kaine. Well, look, at this point, most of us know someone that got this thing or died from it. I mean, we're pushing 100,000 people have lost their lives. I mean, this is, you know, this is no laughing matter. I mean, you got to find the humor in things, right? You got to take the piss out of things, but you also got to take it very, very seriously. This is, this is affecting all of us at this point. Oh, uh, there you go, Evan. Yeah, there you go. The WebMD thing. I got the poison ivy two weeks ago and thought I had that kid rash. Yeah, exactly. And Cody Zone, he knows WebMD. You have a cough, so you go on WebMD, and next thing you know, you've decided you're gonna die within a month. Because WebMD, they're they're set up where everything just leads to cancer. Oh, I got an itch in my head. Let me let me go to WebMD. Oh my God, they're saying I got two weeks to live. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That Broadway guy was in a coma and lost his leg from COVID. How the fuck do you lose a leg from the COVID-19? And that's what the hipsters call it, the COVID. The COVID, because they want they want you to think they know more than you. So they call it the COVID. Not even the COVID-19, the COVID. I like to call it the Rona. I'm hip. I'm from Brooklyn. I call it the Rona. As I'm wearing a ski mask and walking down the street with ski poles and sandals. Because I'm a hipster in Brooklyn. (laughs) Oh yeah, well I wear a cape. (laughs) I wear a cape and a banana hammock with ski boots. How about them apples? I'm a hipster from Brooklyn. Fuck you. (laughs) Ah, yes. There you go. Another one, Steve D'Amato. I had jock itch. WebMD told me I have cancer and AIDS. <laughs> oh, Jose Rodriguez stocking up on the beer and the toilet paper. Let me tell you something. I got some great people that follow my podcast. Um, and I got a new friend through Matt Farah. If you heard that episode, uh, Matt Farah from The Smoking Tire, he surprised me with this guy, Dave, who's a fan for a long long time and he works in Hollywood he, he works on uh, movies does special effects and we were talking about bourbon and Carl and Dave uh, writes me after the podcast he goes hey man I want to send you some bourbon I'm like come on man you don't have to do that this guy sent me four bottles of bourbon I'll, I'll show you later I think I'll do an Instagram live Opie Radio on Instagram and be- just beautiful bottles of bourbon. I don't drink a lot of bourbon. Carl started turning me on to the bourbon. But I'm like, God, is that nice of him. There's just so many nice people out there. I- I'd rather try to focus on the nice people. A couple bottles of Weller uh, and a couple other things. I looked at my wife. We-, I- we got four bottles of bourbon. I mean, fast forward two years, maybe one of these bottles will be half done. Maybe. But it's funny because I got four bottles of bourbon and my neighbor, he's a big bourbon drinker and he looks out for me and my family. And uh, I go, let's give him a bottle of bourbon. So I wrote to Matt. This is the stuff I shouldn't tell you guys, but fuck it. I write Matt. I go, hey, uh, Dave sent me the four bottles of bourbon, which was so nice of him. And he also sent um, a box of mac and cheese. He sent a box of mac and cheese in a package with four bourbon bottles. Who out there is going to tell me why the mac and cheese with the bourbon bottles in the package? I'll give the answer in a second. So Matt Farah, I text him and go, yo, Dave sent me the bottles of bourbon. It's so nice of him. I go, hey, between me and you, which bottle 
would you give the neighbor? Because <laughs> I don't know bourbon that well. And I was Googling, trying to figure out how much, uh, how much the you know, bottles of bourbon were, but I couldn't really figure it out. And then he's like, give him the Kentucky bourbon. I'm like, all right, thanks. That's what I thought. So my neighbor is going to get the, the fourth best bottle of bourbon that I got from Dave, who's friends with Matt from the smoking tire. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Ferris, once again. Jennifer Ferris, you're, you're going to get a gold star today. You're participating very well in this uh, live stream. Uh, nope. The mac and cheese was not so the bourbon bottles would break. Yes, Tim Wareheim, out of nowhere. And I don't even know you. I think you're a newbie. The mac and cheese might be so it sounds like there's something other than liquid in the package. That is exactly right, my friend. Because I thought it was weird. Four beautiful bottles of bourbon and one box of mac and cheese... So I asked, uh, I asked David, he goes, yeah, that's so, you know, they don't know that I'm shipping alcohol or liquid. Um, so when they're mishandling your package, they're hearing the mac and cheese shaking. Genius, right, Travis Thompson? Very, very genius, yes. So all they hear is that mac and cheese shaking up and not the, the liquid sloshing around in your package. Just doing some of that sloshing. All right. And then I guess we can end with the fact that scientists have discovered an alternative universe where time goes backwards. Time goes backwards in an alternative universe. And two weeks ago, we basically uh, uh, discovered that uh, UFOs are real. Although someone on my Twitter said, that's old news. That's from 2017. Here's the article. Oh, UFOs are old news. Okay. I don't think UFOs will ever be old news. All right when they had to show you those videos that they didn't want to release back in the day, but somebody got a hold of them and released them. And then the Air Force and the government had to basically admit, yeah, we think these are UFOs from another place. That made me go, holy fuck. But it made this guy on Twitter go, that's old news. That's old news. And then we discover there's an alternate universe where time goes backwards and people are like, yeah, whatever, you hear what Trump said today? Is he taking the hydrochloroquine or not? Are we supposed to ingest Clorox? I'm like, dude, fuck all that. They discovered an alternative universe where time goes backwards. I don't give a fuck, you snowflake. (laughs) oh god we are lost as a species ufos alternative universe and we want to yell and scream about our political ideology still holy fuck